right. Let's start, let's do a let's do an episode or whatever it is we do on this show. They don't they don't deserve us to talk about them after they canceled Prodigy. They really don't. Mm. They should be ashamed of themselves. It's yet another a star to steer her by, your favorite Star Trek podcast. Woo! Definitely. Boo. We're here doing more of the Voyager, and we're voyaging all the way home. Because we're on episode 312 wow, of our damn podcast. It's quite a lot, and we're almost near the end of the, end of the Voyager. Because today's episode, we've got a three for this week, so holy shit. Woo! We're going to get through these somehow. We are covering The Void and Workforce, part one and two. Both of them. It's going to be a lot of work and a lot of force. What about okay, part three? Okay, I know it's your week, but may I provide the summary for The Void? No, because I've already written it up. Oh. So fuck you. But is it just the time trap? Yes, the time <laughs> trap plus night. Oh, man. There goes one of my jokes I've already written up. But anyway, but anyway uh, this is your efficiency coordinator, Ames. <laughs> I don't know what my job is. I'm just Caitlin. We'll find you a job. There's a there's a working worker there's strike, a, so uh, no, we need a labor it. shortage. Labor, labor shortage. shortage. That's the mm. one. All right, all right, all right. I'm I'm Tom Paris working at the bar. So you're waxing on and waxing I'm off. Waxing. Over there. I'm polishing off the, the bar. <laughs> I'm your emergency B plot hologram, Chris. I am James. I'm also here. Yay! James, James, James is James's uh, first day yeah. on the job. And I love being here. I absolutely want to be here. That's why I am here. I escaped bad podcasting planet and came here <laughs> to work for good podcasting planet. I like that you almost didn't get through that. I almost like, did. I ran out of breath. <laughs> oh, I thought you were just trying not to laugh calling us good podcasting planet. No! <laughs> Uh, but before we out. before we get to good podcasting, <laughs> first we're going to talk about the void. So in the void, we're tooling around in the Delta Quadrant as we tend to do quite a lot these days. Mm. When suddenly, oh no, we get sucked into a void. Aye. You know, like in the time trap, like like you do, and it's full of not just like sucked in, but like hip checked in. It seemed no, I don't, I don't. All right, go yeah, ahead. It's, Suddenly it's they were there, and yeah. I was like, oh, we're here now. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Ames. So I'm sorry. Uh, and it's full of pirates, like Valen. Yar. And they love to steal from newly stuck ships so they can survive, because there's no fucking stuff here in this void. So, obviously, because the Voyager's new here, everyone steals from the Voyager. So we're basically out of supplies now. God damn it. We gotta get out of here. It's first day of high school all over again. Oh, God. You got wedgies and stuff in your locker, and... Mm-hmm. Voyager's trying to get out of the locker, so they try to escape the void, and they fail fucking utterly, and Blonde is in engineering saying, the warp core shit itself! Oh, God! <laughs> oh, boy, it's gonna be one of these nights. Oh, it's, it's a, it's a, Chris gets a mental image, and it, the rest of us get to watch. I mean, the worst part, I didn't, it's just, there's something about the warp core shit itself, that just, <laughs> oh, if I could have profanity in titles, that would be the title. Dang it! 
You can keep your sheer fucking hubris and give us the warp core shitting itself. You can. Captain. Uh, so Jenny, we decided, okay, well, I guess while we're stuck here, before we try again, uh, we, let's get our stuff back. And we track down our stuff to this derelict ship, and it's none of our stuff is there. But all we get out of it is a new puppy! His name is Fantome, and he's the cutest <laughs> little vermin you ever did see, and oh. I love him. Wish. But that prick Valen is gone and he's gotten all of our stuff somehow. We're going to go get some of it back and we do. We get like half of the stuff back and Janeway says, success! And we're like, success? Success <laughs> is getting half our stuff back? We're going we're gonna to run out of stuff, Janeway. And Chakotay and Tuvok come in Janeway's qu- quarters, ready room, somewhere. And they're like, hey, Janeway. Uh, you know we're going to run out of supplies again and it looks like piracy is the only way to survive here. And uh, I got this eye patch and this parrot on my shoulder. <laughs> Can we be pirates, please? And Jane says, fucking no. We are not going to do the pirate thing. We are federation through and through. What? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to start a little alliance. Like in that TAS episode, The Time Trap. <laughs> Holy crap. It'll be super easy. Barely an inconvenience. Time trap. Holy crap. <laughs> so Janeway's out trying to find pledges for her little fraternity thing. Uh, when a ship of those turd aliens from the hierarchy... The ones that look like, like they look like turds, and I hate them. No, they're just a little rounded. They look like potatoes. Yeah. No, they are. They are. They are a freshly squeezed turd. Okay. Okay. Let's let's compromise. Yeah. I don't want. Let's compromise. Paturdos. Paturdos, I'm okay with. Robert Paturdo? <laughs> so I'm like, let these fuckers die. I hate them so much. But then, you know, Janeway says, oh, alliance to the rescue. And our alliance forms. And it's a thing of beauty. And Janeway's so happy. And it's all sunshine and rainbows until one of our latest recruits, Basal, he turns out to still want to do pirate shit. And Janeway says, that's a big no-no in the Janeway No Pirates Club. <laughs> Uh, you're out of the group, guy. And you didn't like Phantom A when you first met him. So you're doubly out of the group. Fuck you. So now Bussell is trying to team up with Valen, that dick. And they want to steal our stuff back, back again. So we've got to try escaping again. And we do! With our help from Phantom A and friends, because they're such little darlings. And they save the day a little bit. So we escape with our new, uh, new actual allies and leave these fuckers in the void. Yo-ho, the end. They're all gonna die. Deservedly so. Yeah, Some of them have been kicking around for a long time. Yo, ho, yo, a, a lot of ships death for you. must go missing. Yep. Well, they said what? There was like 200, 500? So Some large number of ships that didn't have life. Yeah, there was 150 ships total ah. in the void. And 29 of those ships were populated. Yeah. Because... I lost his name already. Valen. Because Valen took all their stuff. Yes. Yeah. But like... But at the same... So... So... <laughs> I, I like this episode, but there's a lot of stuff in it that it just kind of was surprisingly, like, inconsistent. So, people have been around... There's only 150 ships. They've been... Oh, some people have been around for, like, five years or whatever. But, like, the deuterium for the warp core was going to be gone in ten days? Because they, they were like, oh, our deuterium, we're using it so fast. They said because of this this void anomaly, they were going yeah. through it faster because of some... Right. So that, but, like, isn't deuterium how your engines run? I thought that was dilithium. Well, the, I know dilithium. I think deuterium, deuterium is like a, is the is part is, is the, the fuel. fuel is another thing. Yeah, the dilithium yeah. just somehow controls the um, windshield reaction. Fluid. Right, but we're out of that. Look at he split. So 
I, I guess I just don't under like there should be way more than 150 ships to sustain any kind of like population well, like, also, of living people in this space. Cannibalism has been happening. Yeah, I also think that like you know they're able to, to reduce the deuterium drain at some point. Yeah. yeah, to stretch it. Yeah, it just it just seems weird that like I don't know. I, I guess I just don't understand how the void works because it, it also has a it, you know it has a to. native species of invisible it, well, aliens. It's a plot device, Rossi. I, I do you know, understand like, how sci-fi works? I do, and I like the plot device. Well, I just again that that was the same like kind of weirdness he had with like I said. Like, it's it's time trap mm-hmm. plus night. I liked the night plus yeah. concerning flight. Oh no! Because they're just beaming oh, shit right. off the stair the, ship. Yeah. Yeah. I think I joked originally when they just. Stole half the shots. Like, oh no, Da Vinci! Yep, yep. Da Vinci's gotten kidnapped but, again. <laughs> but Knight inexplicably had a species that existed in this. Mm. Yeah. Well, it also it's also Space. conceivable that Phantomes people didn't start out in the void. That they may be descended from people that did come here yeah. on a ship and the and they adapted to to live in the uh, in the void. Yeah, I'm, assu- I'm assuming that was the Simon people, as I came to think of them as. Mm. The Simon? Oh, because they oh, were booping, boop, boop. Yeah, okay. I was waiting to fucking bust out into goddamn Close Encounters music. Something, something that was cool with the like those aliens. I like those aliens. I like them a lot. They're very yeah. cool. Did you recognize Phantom No, but I do know who it was. Oh, I, I can let you. I'm okay. I'm so I'm so happy we saw him because every time we see Jonathan Del Arco, he's the cutest little thing mm-hmm. that you you just can't. I know, I know that name, him. but he's Hugh. He's okay. Hugh. Oh, I love yeah. Hugh. Wow. Well, fuck you. No. no. Fuck Hugh. So to me, the void sounds like a fruit fly trap mm. and i want to know what species built this big fucking fruit fly trap like how big do they have to be that these ships that are huge were little tiny fruit flies that they had to catch in a fruit fly trap that would have been interesting mm. if like, i just want to know who did it if the void somehow was like slowly digesting things in there so yeah, maybe that's why there's not more ships yeah stupid question I, I take it a fruit fly trap is like a pitcher plant but artificial no um so usually it's like there's a lip that they go into and then mm-hmm. it's like a funnel. Actually, okay, picture a two liter of Pepsi. Yeah. Yep. You cut no, it in half. Pepsi. Coke. Coke, whatever. Make bitch. it Coke. A two liter of Coke. Sprite. Uh, I want Sprite. RC Sprite Cola. Also. Nobody wants RC Cola. Uh, Sugar free Moxie. Sorry to any of our fans in the Midwest that like RC Cola. Anyway, you cut it in half, you turn the top half upside down, and you stick it into the bottom half. Mm-hmm. Basically what happens is the fruit flies go into the funnel, but then they're stupid, so they can't find their way back out because they go into a big opening that turns into a small opening. This cat is going to, speaking of opening, is going to open me any second now. (laughs) I've been waiting. Uh He's got his claws in me. Anyway, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. I want to fight through the pain. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's it's worth it. It's going to make me a better podcaster. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) um, five minutes later, I'm crying. Um, oh, he gives kisses. Okay, sorry. Anyway, the point is, it makes me think of a fruit fly trap, and that that's like this little hole that they yeah, yeah. they didn't can't get back out again. Yeah, sorry. Also, just, oh, oh there it goes. Now he's turned. There it goes. All it's that's got all that's got to stay in because there were no breaks, but that's fine. Uh, the other way you can do it is you can like put cellophane over a solo cup and poke holes in it, and usually they can go in and not find their way back out again. Mm, that's um, cruel. It was cruel. You got to be cruel to be kind. kind. In the right measure, cruel to the kind. Yeah, speaking of other people we recognized, I recognized 
So I didn't actually recognize him, Aww. but I was curious because I recognized the voice and I thought it might be somebody we seen. Was it before. Valen? It was Valen. Yes. We have seen Valen before. We have. I was but excited. Not in Star Trek. Yes, we have in Star oh, Trek. Oh, have we? I didn't. No, check. no. I, it's because I count this as Star oh, Trek. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's in Galaxy Quest. Saris. He's, He's no the main, shit. He's the main baddie. I'll be damned. Yeah, that's Robin that's cool. Sachs. The, the, the big lobster face man. Oh, was he's the, the bad guy in Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah the yeah. main baddie, big bad. Yeah, that's he cool. was a he was a big voice actor too. So yeah, yeah I think that's why I like I recognize his voice. I'm like, have we seen this guy before? And then I looked it up. And I was like, oh, he was Saris. Hmm. Cool. I I know he wasn't, but it really feels like the weird racist alien should have been James Cromwell. Yes, yeah. I thought that too. He had <laughs> big James Cromwell vibes. Is it because he had a beaky face? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's because he was face. so racist. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know what it was. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. But it was just like, he felt like just any of the weird, you know, the times it's been James Cromwell under makeup. It's felt like one of those. Mm. I liked his makeup. All. This this episode was nominated for an Emmy in makeup. Mm, and I, I liked Beaky Face. That looked cool. Yeah, it did. It, looks, it looked more convincing than usual Beaky Faces look. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's 2001 now. I think they yeah. figured out how Beaky Face works. Um, how does Beaky Face work? But yeah, I feel like there was it was telegraphed far too loudly that he was going to be a villain here's when I, he was racist immediately. Yeah. Here's what I liked, though. Janeway acknowledged she made a bad call. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was waiting for that to be just like a, it's like, well, you know, we have to compromise. And it's like, oh, no, I shouldn't have compromised. It's like, oh, okay, so we actually yeah. did have a lesson in this. I mean, that feels pretty realistic. Like, I know I've done that before, where it's like you... you Put you put some trust in someone hoping they won't screw you over, and they do, and you're like, I the whole time I knew this is what was going to happen. I shouldn't have done it in the first place. Yeah. Listen, yeah. if the Federation didn't allow racists, we wouldn't have Vulcans. <laughs> the Vulcans <laughs> came up with the Federation <laughs> so they could be racist to someone. The Vulcan and the ex pirate were the ones who were like, we should be pirates now. They loved <laughs> it. They were so into being pirates. Oh God, you know what Tuvok was really into though? The potato head listening device. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, God. I'm surprised, like, you found a way to spy Paterno. on... Paterno. Yes, yes. The Paterno is like... <laughs> like, I I just picture him going like, hmm, you have found a way to spy on anyone at any time anywhere. I will be in my bunk. I'm not, not because he's watching anything inappropriate, but because he just loves spying so much. Oh, just, no, no, because the, just the, the, uh, the just the arousal right there. That just kicked his pawn far into gear again. I can I'm, only I'm, be so erect. I'm assuming it only works in the void, like there's something about the void. I don't know. Remember, though, the Paternos, their yeah, whole thing yeah. is that's, spying. That's true, yeah. Like, that's why it was appropriate they came up with the spy machine. I liked them. I they were fun. So they were fun when they showed up. They're, they were they're, overused. They were just there to have that little I, unnecessary. They are monsters bit. of I the like worst that. ilk. Because give me Cardassians any day. <laughs> because of their previous appearance, I was expecting. Oh, if anyone's gonna turn on them, it's good. Oh no, no, they're they're there till the end. Good for them. They're just science people. They're like they're like. Eh. Long range reconnaissance. I don't freaking know. Yeah, yeah but that... you never know when a, a science person is going to wind up to be like a mad scientist. Yes. Well, I was going to say a think tank. Oh, mm. yeah, think tank. Yeah, it'd be great if the think tank was here. They'd have been able to figure out a way out. Really <laughs> um, nope, they would probably be even more racist to somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised there wasn't a mutiny in this episode with all the bad decisions Janeway was making. Yeah. It really seemed to be brewing. Like, yeah. Giving away our shit, not letting us be pirates. 
It would have been it would have been interesting. So first off, it seems like she introduced the concept of cooperation to the void, yes. which is absolutely outrageous. Because I mean, like it, it's not like evil people don't form alliances. They do that a lot, all the time. And so I, I think the bad guys would probably have had like a, an alliance block already going. But like. People just form alliances when they're desperate. It's what they do. You don't need a you don't need like the morals of the Starfleet Federation to like spur it on. Yeah. I think the, what makes it conceivable is not so much that there's never been an alliance before, but the other alliances were probably based more on self-interest and inevitably oh, fell absolutely. apart. Yeah, because certainly like Valen, when he first comes aboard, is like, hey, let's form an alliance so yeah. that we can uh, we can raid other ships together. And Janeway's like, no. Like, like Valen and not James Cromwell definitely turned on each other eventually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah like, once, then, once yeah. everybody who was useful got away, all of our new besties. I'm glad we brought the besties yeah. with us. That was pretty nice. I expected to leave them in the dust, but, it, mm. you know, besties forever. I, I liked Valen as the villain in this. I thought he was actually kind of interesting because he wasn't ever really malicious. Yeah, he's pushed, he's pushed to extremes by circumstance yeah and and very much like it's like he he like he saw janeway as an equal yeah because he saw her ship and was like she could she got photon fucking torpedoes yeah she could give me a run for my money and so like she she is treated as an equal in a way and he's just and he's pretty upfront where he's like yeah you plunder the weak ships or you're all gonna die and the obvious implication too is and if you show weakness i will plunder you yep yep and like, but he didn't like. I don't know. He just he didn't he didn't go like you know like mustache twirling evil no. on it, which some people could have performed it that way. He he's he's almost civilized in a very limited way about it. Yeah. Um, he even he actually was even better than um better than racist guy because he let everyone live. Racist guy just blew up the ship. You know, he did. I mean, leave them for dead. Kind of uh, let them live. Yeah. You will run out of supplies and starve, or your ship will, you know, run out of energy and you'll die, or yeah, something else but, horrible. Yeah. But it won't be my fault. Directly. I mean, he that could have. He could have done more harm. It's that kind of loophole where you have a character who doesn't kill people, but the villain causes their own death yeah. conveniently. Hmm. I mean, they're all on borrowed time. In there as it is. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. I feel like we've, we've discussed myriad times in the past. Like, but there aren't there aren't Federation rules in the Delta Quadrant, and there's no one here to like make sure you're abiding by them. Janeway, if you have to go pirate, go pirate. And it's almost fascinating to watch how just strict she is with her anti-pirate law that she has to you know have her little speech to Chakotay and Tuvok. About no eye patches, this, that, and the other thing. And you're thinking, this is going to backfire on Janeway. Like, well, but then when you watch her actually corralling folk and realizing, oh, that's right. The, re- the Federation exists for a reason. She, she makes it work. Look yeah, no, I'm, I'm, go. I'm definitely on her side for this one. It wasn't necessarily, well, I mean. You wouldn't you wouldn't go pirate? It's just out of character. Like, <laughs> I, she, say, she says some compromises I won't make. It's like, like what? Yeah, you You've broken the prime. The prime rule you've compromised. Look, everyone breaks the prime fucking directive. It's fine. But that also that also brings up some other points where she's like she's talking about like ah, in this situation I'm not really sure what to do. I read the Federation Charter and it doesn't it doesn't say anything about this kind of situation. It's it's just like a statement of ideals. And it's like and it's like 
why isn't there a book on what to do when you're like when you're trapped in a situation well, where you might need to eat people? That's the weird. You're thing, on a though. spaceship. You might have to eat people. That's what struck me as I was like. So I read the Federation Charter. It's like that would be like if you were on a navy ship that was lost in the middle of nowhere. You're like, I'm going to read the U.S. Constitution. You know, we have a whole book of Navy rules and procedures. The U.S. Constant. What? Yeah, it's like what? The realistically, a ship would have procedures for this kind of situation, or at least some kind of guidance or examples of what other people have done. Starfleet like, has General Order Twenty Four. They definitely have rules for this situation. So, next episode, not to jump ahead to next episode, as we as we are want to do, but. EMH is going on and on about how he knows all these protocols and shit. Mm. He should know some of this. Well, but no, also, but no, I get he's terribly... Not, he's not in command. command oh, right you, have to flip, you have to flip his yeah. switch over yeah. to yeah. evil Krusty the Clown doll? Yes. yes. Yeah, you got a, his dip chip. Is that wrong? See, they could activate his EPH mode in this one. And you know, his, his pirate costume would not have been sensible, but based on, like, Gilbert and Sullivan. Mm -hmm. okay. So it would have been fucking glamorous. And he'd have been like, after a few days of murder and mayhem, he'd have been like... I'm disappointed. There's far less singing involved in piracy than I expected. He should have led his friends in a shanty. Yeah. Uh, the Phan Phantom Ace people can't speak. Yeah, but no. they could play it on their. Oh, they could little, play it on their little, little, little Simon devices. Yeah, their little Casios. He <laughs> definitely. I like their discussion and talking. The the beeps and boops. the beeps. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a, a a new and interesting way to show. How people develop and learn language, and yeah. how his friends communicate almost immediately when they realize, "Oh, we got new new booby bop box. Yeah. We love that. We're gonna booby bop all the time." And how the universal translator is completely inconsistent every time. <laughs> every time it doesn't work. Beep boop sound pretty simple in terms of language translation. Yeah, yeah but I they never gave it the the translation. Yeah, but the thing is, the the universal oh, translator learn. should figure it out, and it should just translate it to English. Well, yeah, it's it's it's. It's developing so fast, the translator's still trying to catch up. I mean, the doctor could talk to them. That's true. The doctor was the universal translator. If the doctor could figure it out, the universal translator... You no, know, here's, here's what it was. They weren't, they weren't actually talking. They were just making goofy sounds, and the doctor was making up what he right. wanted, to, <laughs> yeah, what he wanted to be saying. I like, I like this episode. I, I yeah. like the concept of it a lot. I feel like... It's a I, little high on its morals, but yeah. it's Star it's Star Trek. Trek. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I like the like the Robinson Crusoe aspect where like it doesn't really get used. Like I think the only time that they're like really creative with like how they're going to utilize you know utilize materials within this like very limited space is when they come across a dead ship and Seven of Nine is like, oh, well, yeah. the warp core is gone, but. The shielding on that warp core is made of some magic metal that someone didn't bother to grab. Quick, go rip up all their carpets. Yes, yeah, exactly. And so, like, I, you know, it, it would have been very, very interesting if, like, Valen's ship, like, was just a mess. Like, mm -hmm. just, just clearly, yeah. like, chunks of ships just welded together. Yeah, mm -hmm. just like... You mean when Voyager was supposed to have been by this point? Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> That's what I would have preferred that ship to look like. Yeah, or like, um, like one of those weird, like, uh, like Hughes' ship from Descent. That weird-looking mm. fucking thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That just looks like ships stapled together. Yeah, or, like, uh, that, that would have been pretty neat. And, like, they pro it's like, it's like, can you even do warp properly in the void? Like, it wouldn't even need to, like... Yeah, nowhere to go. It could just be, like, a weird, weird, sticky blob. It, it could be, like, like uh, a ship made out of all the huts glued together, like an escape from Gilligan's Island. Yes. 
I believe you. I also like Neelix this episode because yeah. the first thing that he says after, you know, we're stuck here in the void, he says, can I take my ship out? The Braxial? Something like that. Sure. Because, you know, I used to be a scavenger and I was damn good at it. That's how I met you people. Uh, let me go scavenge and maybe do some pirating. But mostly scavenging. <laughs> and then later on when... Janeway is trying to woo some people over to her side. Neelix says, well, I'm a member of the Alliance, technically. So, yes, there is a a precedent member. Ha-ha! Did this help? Not really? Oh, okay. I like, like, yeah. They did a I did like that a lot. Did that help? No? Okay, well, I'm going to go have a panic attack because there's no stars. We all remember that from night, right? It would nice if they at least mentioned him being a little uncomfortable. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they don't have to make a big deal of it. No. You know, it could just be like... Well, in night, it's, it's, it's been a tough week. In night, it's it, it's that it had been going on for a long yeah, time. True. I think they've been here a couple but just days. The, the yeah. fact that he was specifically said what happened to the stars. Like, are they going to remember some continent? No. Yeah. No. Whoopsie. And especially because it's him and he's one of the few characters they kind of remember things about. Yeah. So I was like. That oh, might have been like, that might have been. So many lines. The nod to it. Yeah. It's like they're like, oh, we can't really do more than just have him at least notice. Yeah. I also joked that they transported Phantom A and his friends onto Valen's ship where there'll be no, no Tribble at all. all. That's right. I meant to make that joke too. So it's Yay. also the Trouble with Tribbles. It's four episodes so far. Can we get more in there? Probably. So they totally just murdered all those guys, right? Who? What? The the Phantomes. They just oh. Got oh, the vengeance Phantomes. on uh, Valen. Yeah, but they can't no. run a ship themselves. I know. <laughs> They probably could. They were very intelligent. Yeah. They also don't need much to survive, it sounds like. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's another thing that I was just kind of like, how how did they survive exactly? Like, yeah. like do the... I, They're like tardigrades. They, like they can just, like, sneak aboard ships. When yeah, they... I guess it depends how long. So, like, Phantom A comes on board because they transport that warp shell. Yeah. And he was, like, hiding in the warp mm-hmm. shell. So, like, maybe... Yeah. Maybe, like... They can, I don't know how old that ship was. Maybe it's like months, years. He's been holding his breath for 12 and a half years. <laughs> My God. I thought the, uh, there was, there was a weird food called an Olean guava. Mm. It looked, oh, it looked like, like fucking fried eggs, didn't it? Kinda? I, was, I thought it looked kind of like an areola cookie. Yeah. <laughs> well, whatever, whatever Tom was eating looked like eyeballs. It did. Yeah. See, that's, it, it seemed tasty. Here's the thing. Tasty whatever it was, chicken. like, because, yeah, you're right. At first, it's just kind of an eyeball. But also, I thought about it, it's like, oh, that looks like it might be a nice gyoza. That'd be good. Not gyoza. Is that the one I mean? I don't know. What the little shrimp sure. dumpling thing? I know shumai. what you're talking about. Shumai looks like a shumai. I like a shumai. Ugh. I also thought Seven, seven says, oh, Tom, what's you may, may have something more to your liking, like a peanut butter jelly sandwich. <sighs> and I said, what's wrong with a peanut butter and jelly yeah, sandwich? Yeah. That so that seemed to be uh, with the seven of nine cooking. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that was like Jerry Ryan's thing. Oh, she likes uh, cooking. Or? Yes, in fact, I, I don't know if it was at this point or later. Like she had a restaurant with like her boyfriend or oh, husband cool. at the time, and like yeah. So huh. so that was I think specifically written in for the actress. Well, was her boyfriend or husband at the time Brandon Braga? Or no, I don't so, know. I don't know. Her yeah, timeline. I, do, I don't know the timeline. At some point, Brandon Braga and her were dating while the show was ongoing. But I think also while the show was ongoing, maybe earlier, she like owned a restaurant hmm. with like with a boyfriend or, That's cool. or a husband other than Braga. I honestly, and she was like the hostess. Sorry. sorry, no, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. I didn't yeah. mean to cut you off. She loved cooking. I was kind of waiting for that scene to just be like fake. Because it seemed so out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, I expected it to be hollow deck 
fuel of some kind, but it really wasn't. Yeah, it is kind of, it's like a sudden, like, let's pay attention to Seven moment. Well, not even just that. It's just like, I don't know, it just, it, all, everything about it felt weird. And, that, and now I feel like I understand why. It's because they shoehorned it in for her. Because she was like, I want everybody to know how much I love cooking. Well, I liked it as just sort of like a, I mean, it didn't, ha- it, it could have been in literally almost any episode, like a lot of these things. Yeah. But just, it's, you know, she's personing. But still in a way that's very seven. I was going to say, yeah. she's personing. And the person she's personing today is a fucking asshole. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she's probably right. It was probably salted fine. Tom is a she, child. She is the one that would accuse you of your taste buds being Everybody wrong. was mean to each other in that, uh, in that scene. Yeah, though. I didn't really like it. Like, uh... Paris somebody made a joke. shots Some, at Neelix. Yeah, people making jokes about Neelix's food being shitty. And Which, like, like, guys, you're used to it by now. It's like, you, also, you, it's you, like, you've come to enjoy give it. Give the guy a fucking break. He's been feeding you nonstop for seven years, and you're still saying his food sucks? Yeah. Fuck off. I like this episode, but there's still just not a lot to talk about. Yeah, it's kind of... I think we talked a lot about this episode. Yeah, We got some stuff out of this. We did some talking. I don't... Janeway resists piracy, unlike a certain captain I could name. All of them? No, there's a particularly egregious one we're going to see in Enterprise. Oh, Oh, Chris is is foreshadowing things we don't know yet. He steals the, the... The Damar episode, or the one? What the fuck's going on? I don't remember the title. There, there's a thing. It's part of season three, which I've said before is trash. I know. Oh. I think I know which one you're talking about. Mm. The closer we get, the more I dread it. It's season fine. three, or just the show in general? Mostly season three. Season three's fine. There's some good Enterprise, yeah. Mm. But there's more Voyager, too. Holy shit. Dude, but not nearly enough. All right, we got two episodes to that. I'm going to just clump together. Workforce one and two. We're going. Here we go. Yeah. Hi, my name is Janeway. And I work in a button factory. I got a Jaffin, a dog, and absolutely no memory of being a Starfleet captain. <laughs> so, push the button with your right hand, Janeway. It all appears the Voyager crew is randomly working for the Corrin now. And they have no idea why, but they're really fucking happy about it. Because I guess the pay is good. I don't fucking know. Except Tom. Yeah, Tom hated it. Like being a bartender, yeah. he seemed fine with yeah, that. But I wonder why everybody else loved their jobs, but he was because like... he's a pain in the ass always. <laughs> they wiped his memory. They didn't like fundamentally alter what a pain in the ass he is. Okay. All right, let's get through this. Yes. So Seven's here. She gets to boss people around. She's great at it. Paris gets to be a bartender. Uh, and Tuvok, in typical Vulcan fashion, isn't taking to this memory wipe thing as well as the others. Because, you know, there's been a lot going on in Tuvok's head over the course of it the show. It is so busy in it there. It is cramped. So let's shove him back on the brainwash table. Have fun, Tuvok. Meanwhile, Chakotay, Kim, and Neelix are all getting back from some kind of away mission. And they find Voyager adrift, as you do. And the emergency command hologram is basically, like, barely keeping everything together. So we learn the rest of the story now. EMH tell, or ECH tells us, uh, the crew had to abandon ship because we kept running into radioactive mines and things were going poorly and all this stuff. And Chakotay tracks them down to Quora, where everybody is now. It's this planet in the midst of a giant labor shortage. And the people say, yeah, yeah, all those people you just named, yeah, they're here, but they don't know who you are, so you must be up to something. Get fucking lost. So Chakotay and Neelix get to go play, play dress up like they do, and they go infiltrate the planet and, you know, say we've got these jobs, but really we're here to kidnap Torres. So they kidnap the fuck out of Torres, mm-hmm. kind of horrifyingly, because yeah. yeah, she has no idea like what's it. going on. And they probably should have been more subtle about it, but what are you going to do? But oh no, Chakotay is trapped on planet now. Oh god, what's going to happen in part two? So part two begins now. Uh, Chakotay, he's hiding from this investigator Yarid, I think. 
and he decides, huh, Janeway's bunking down with Jaffin. I'm going to go hang out in her house because she's not going to be there. And Jaffin seems like a really nice guy until, you know, he turns me into the fucking people. Oh, no, dude, Janeway did that. I thought Jaffin did. No, I think Janeway did. I don't think Janeway did, but we'll get to this. So Chakotay's slowly trying to bring Janeway around. She's like, huh, space spaceship captain, you say. Interesting. But Chakotay gets captured, and this Dr. Kadan? Did they name any of these people on the show, or am I just did they just uh, find them in a book? I can't remember. The young doctor had a name, but yes. I don't remember. The young Ravik. doctor is Gravik. Yeah. The older doctor is Kadan, and he's fucking got Chakotay now. And we're like, oh no. Here's a whole bunch of other things that are happening. Just comes going to list them off because there's a lot that's going on because it's a two-parter. Uh, Seven has been figuring everything out for herself because she's seven and she's brilliant. And she, and does she was mind melded. Yeah, she got yeah, a mind meld. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it wasn't working for Tuvok. Uh, yeah, because Tuvok's stuck on a table right now because mm-hmm. he's got what they call dysphoria syndrome, which is really just just that his memory wipe isn't taking. Mm-hmm. So Seven teams up with whoever else is fucking around. I don't even fucking remember. A lot of people. Torres is getting unbrainwashed up on the ship, and Neelix get to, gets to play nurse again, like mm-hmm. he did in Riddles, and it's very sweet. Uh, and Kim and Emergency Command Hologram are having a dick measuring contest for no fucking reason, and I'm sick of them. Yeah. So finally, here we are. We get to the end. Janeway has decided, you know what? I'll try to get these people out of here because this seems fine. Being a captain sounds like fucking fun. Maybe I'll get to uh, self-destruct some ships. But she does the next best thing. She tur- she self-destructs some kind of thing in her in her work that's going to turn the, the horse fields down or whatever. Live in the dream. Self-destructing work. So long, bitches. I'm going to go live as a starship. She- starship. 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 Starship captain. Investigator Yared. Book literally everybody. Because there was some kind of what's it going on. And Book you him, s- Dano. You seem fucking like the only moral person on this planet other than Ravik who's on a table because that doctor's a dick. The end. Yes? Did I miss? How much did I miss? That's I feel like James got into the Caitlyn juice this mm. week. You missed, uh, you missed the best scene in Star Trek, which was Tuvok explaining a joke Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Irony is sometimes a source of humor. <laughs> very Ryan George, that. It was very off-putting. Yeah. Was, Tuvok was off-putting most he of He was off Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Don't, I, I don't know if I didn't like it in a way that was intended or if I just didn't really like it. I think it's it. supposed, I think to, it's be supposed to be unsettling. Because yeah. well, he's I... not used to being normal people yeah. and they fucking rewrote him wrong. I felt yeah. like it was a rare miss from from Tim Russ, maybe. Like, I whoa, I, I can't blame no Tim Russ. Thing. I'm going to blame I, a writer or a director, why, not yeah. Tim Russ. I don't, I don't even think there that. was a pro- I don't think there was a problem because I think the idea was things are things are wrong. You're supposed yeah. to f- notice that things are wrong. Tuvok's not supposed to act like this. Right. Like, I think for the first little while of saying, oh, Janeway's here and she's she's doing something. What's going on here? Are we back at home? Is this a foreshadowing? Is this after we've gotten maybe, home? Yeah, maybe undercover. Yeah, like, is she undercover? Like, what's going on with this? And you see Seven. It's like, okay, maybe Seven's in on it. I don't know. And then you see two about me. You're like, oh, fucking no. That's true, yeah. This mm. is wrong. Yeah, so episode of Star Trek, two-parter episode of Star Trek Voyager, where the crew has no memory of, of who they are, except for Harry Kim. Uh, they all hang out at a bar, and Bellana's pregnant. <laughs> the killing game. Wow, yeah. it's the greatest hits this week. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I feel like that's one of the biggest flaws in this episode is it is just the killing game. Yeah. Um, 
But I think this is a better episode than... Yeah, I like this episode yeah. more. I also like... It's like the killing game with a touch of... Um, Jane Janeway fucks the holodeck guy. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, she's got yeah, a boyfriend. Yeah. And I, I, I have to say, I think that of all of like the little relationships that they've tried to pull over the years, I think that this was the most... This one was good. This I like this one. This was the best... Janeway falls in love with an alien. He should have. He should have. I yeah no. I think it is. I think it is totally bullshit that that actor didn't just write out the rest of the show. Yeah, because because her reasoning was bad. Like her her reason was literally like oh, I can't have you on my crew because we'd be dating. It's like I well, can't, just I can't fuck he you. Can't, if you're on my he crew. can't just be your partner he, yeah, he on the show. He doesn't have to be work in, in the, the crew. kitchen with Neelix. Listen, well, but listen, James. The last time Janeway gave someone her heart, he forgot about her when she disappeared in the Delta Quadrant, got rid of her fucking dog, and married somebody else. She sure. can't get hurt again, That's James. I thought you were going to talk about the weird fascist guy. Yeah, there was also, yeah. I thought oh, I thought were, it was going to be Michael Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was awesome. She was into that. But she... Yeah. See, I... Katarina! What it really just comes down to <laughs> What did you say? Katarina. Katarina! Oh, no. Not that. <laughs> I mean, realistically, the better thing really just would have been she can't ask this guy to give up his life. Well, so that's that's but the other point. He got fired from his or he got promoted. He he, promoted. He, so he got promoted, but the thing is is that he was like he wasn't ever he wasn't like mind Right, that's right. Mean, it was actually his no, life. He, it wasn't he wasn't brainwashed, but he did leave his home planet. True. For a better sure. life. For a better life already. Yeah. So okay. this isn't like his home. Like no, and and maybe he's been there for a bunch of years or whatever, but like she like they had a real connection. Like yeah. that part wasn't fake. And so like I I think that they're it could he could have. He just couldn't. Yeah, I think they is, could is have all I'm saying. Yeah, they they absolutely could have just kept him around and that would have been pretty interesting. It would have. I don't think this is... This show doesn't do that. No. no. Like you're, you're asking for a, an entirely want a, different never show. I want a better show. that this guy ever existed. I know. I just... I want, I like, want to show this, that... This stuff never happened I in really Deep Space lo- Nine or TNG either. I loved them together. I really yeah, wanted yeah, them I thought to they were very good. They, they, at one point, he said, like, are you willing to throw away what we have? And I was like, ah, you did just move in only, like, two days ago. Yeah. That's and a that, little... That, I was like, that's kind of the one moment where I was like, ooh. Like, and other that's than that, when Janeway went and turned into Kote. She because absolutely she, did not. She, she did. She is realized Caitlin, Caitlin's the only right. one that I, thinks not, right? No, I think she did. I, I thought think, Janeway, because she looks pensively out the window. She, I think, she's sad. So, basically, yeah, Manface kind of convinces her by being, like, I think he convinces her that Chakotay had kind of manipulated her. Because mm. that's his argument. It's like, listen, this guy fucking shows up, he's suspected in this kidnapping, and he has this fucking grandiose crazy story that you know is bullshit and i think that in like whether or not she placed the call to the cops or not she totally knew that the cops were being called Mm -hmm. and was okay with it i i was going to say that i thought that the investigator was just kind of doing doing due diligence and like checking out where people were and so he was trying to track down Catherine, and then went to her apartment not realizing that she had moved out. I don't think but he was with the cops that busted no, in. No, yeah, no, that's that's why yeah, I, th- that's I think I'm wrong. Group. And also a whole bunch of people burst in at once. Yeah, no, they, so, they knew Chakotay. That yeah, was a SWAT team. Yeah. I had to look it up. I, I thought Johnny Inspector there was uh, Dufresne. Not Dufresne. Duquesne. Duquesne. Very similar head. Yeah. Duquesne? Uh, time Cop. The one, that, oh, yeah, yeah. the one that isn't oh. crazy. Yeah. He's got a similar look. Is he the guy from NCIS? 
No. No, I can kind of see what you're thinking of. He's though. from Picard season two. The guy in this episode, or the guy that isn't in this episode? This is getting, I'm talking about the guy who is in the episode. Oh, I don't know where this guy came from. Anyway, uh, I thought it wouldn't be in Janeway's character, even with a memory wipe, to call the cops on someone who seems earnest. No, but I don't think. I think that her boyfriend, with the best of intentions, convinced her that no, Chakotay isn't earnest. He is a, he is a criminal who's kidnapped one woman already, has a gunshot wound, and is obviously just trying to manipulate you to get help and possibly yeah. and he'll possibly murder and rape you if given the chance. Also also remember that kidnapping people is such a problem because there's such a labor, yeah, shortage, labor shortage in the sector or whatever that like kidnapping workers is literally a thing that other like other like planets do in order to get workers yeah that's why the planet has that shield around it because because there's such a great labor shortage that other planets are coming by and beaming people out and that like it's a flimsy thing yeah like that's that is the the in-universe reason why they can't just beam everybody off the planet yeah Mm. i mean you just think you would have planetary shields if you had the technology for it in this world anyway Mm. The fact that Earth doesn't seem to have one is fucking bonkers. Some something that's a because of that planetary shield thing about the the workers at the very end they do deactivate the planetary shield. True, so a whole bunch of people may have just gotten kidnapped by like slave traders. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> but to be fair, they may have been kidnapped by slave traders to get there to begin with. So one cancels yeah. out the other. Yeah. No way. But one of two slaveries makes a not. Well, it turns out that like so. It's not Civil a government. I mean, it is kind of a government conspiracy because the chief inspector apparently is in on this, but yeah. it's a very small. Yeah, it's only this one power plant that, yeah. that we. I mean, it's possible this is very common and and this is happening all the time, mm. and this is just the one time that someone noticed. Well, it's the one time that there happened to be a people off the ship when it happened, and be a fucking holodeck, a hologram that mm. can command the ship and hide in a nebula for a while. They said it was done a few thousand times by these specific people. By yeah, by this one, one little yeah. ring of, of I the the episode the episode ends with like all of the bad guys getting arrested by like the detective, and that just feels like the like the most like ill advisedly optimistic ending. Yeah, a because bit. they're never gonna go to jail. No, they are going to get promoted. Like that. Like Yared's like, gonna disappear. Yeah, Javik's dead. The nice doctor, he's oh, gone. Ravik. Ravik, excuse yeah. me. Ravik. Well, he got his brain wiped. He might he might be fine. He's just working yeah. at the power plant. Now. He's in the poop yeah, mines now. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it's mines. like the government's gonna look at the scheme and be like, this is brilliant. Hmm. And they're gonna do more of it. They're not gonna send them to jail. Or or some other planet's gonna get wind of of what they did and they're gonna kidnap the guy and you know take him to do it on their planet. Like, Imagine getting kidnapped by Ralph Mouth. How embarrassing. Mm. Chris is full of references yeah, I don't, I don't get, get it. I'm I sorry. never get any of your references, uh, Chris. Sorry, the, the the evil doctor was played by Donnie Most, who played appropriately uh Richie's I don't want to call him a friend. He's an acquaintance of Richie's on Happy Days, and they toned it down over the years, but his original character was mostly just sort of a conniving, like kind of semi-con man hmm. character. They they again kind of toned that down over the years, but so it's kind of funny. It's like, oh look at him. Donnie he Mouse. did look familiar. I don't know who that character is, but at least having you name a character that you've seen him play makes me think I probably did know him. Mm. 
I didn't look it up, though. Obviously. And actually, the, the bartender, I thought I recognized her. I didn't. But she, like Phil Morris, was one of the Miri kids. She was. Oh. She's, she's Phil Morris' sister. What? Oh. You, uh, you looked be... up that much and <laughs> didn't look up that she, that her, her name, I have her name down here, Iona Morris. Phil Morris's sister. Didn't I... even occur to me that it was the same surname. And then I just jumped straight to her filmography. I skipped her biography, so. She was she was underused. I liked Imola. Yeah, she, yeah, she was vanished cool. by, by episode two, and I was yeah. very upset. Yeah. She was also apparently the original voice of Storm in the 90s X-Men cartoon. Ooh. Look at that. Hmm. No, I liked her. The whole Morris family. Love them. I had, yeah, no, again, yeah, I saw the name. Didn't occur to me. It's a semi-common surname. And again, just jumped right to filmography, so I had no fucking idea. That is terrific. So we have this scene in Sick Bay where when um Doctor is doing the surgery on Chakotay and Neelix is like, Oh, you should have been a Talaxi. <laughs> you would have made a I do kinda wanna see yeah. it. I wanna I, see I, it. I, I was like, I wanna think it, but I, I feel like that scene ended too quickly because there was a missing section where as they were getting ready, Chakotay's like, okay, all right, well, what are our names going to be? And Neil's like, well, I'll just be Neelix and you can be Chakotay. And, and, and Chakotay's like, no, 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 I want to do fake names. I'll be I'll be whatever name you I couldn't be a, a pirate last week. Yeah. And Neelix and, 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 and the Dodger just kind of look at each other like, they don't know who we are. <laughs> you can just be Chakotay. No, no, I'm going to do a fake name. Yeah, that was what so, are you going to be? I'm so going to be Neelix. <laughs> when, when, why, why did they have to fake what he looked like? Well, because they had they didn't seen want him to look human. They didn't want him to look human. And again, and again, so like, they added a couple little ridges. Like it's Star Trek. I know That's it's enough. the Star Trek problem. No, see what, the what aliens, but like what <laughs> bothered me wasn't that. It was that apparently all it takes to undo extensive <laughs> facial fucking reconstructive surgery is a dermal regenerator. Mm. Also, when he used it. <laughs> And she goes, we're the same race. I want to go, whoa, 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 we are the same species, Whitey. Calm down. <laughs> I liked, what's his name, Jaffin? Yeah. The, the boyfriend? The boyfriend. I liked I liked the joke he was telling that Tuvok had to explain. Mm. It's just like, it's like the person was like, oh, you, like, it's like, your father would have been a good example or whatever. He's like, I'm Norvalin, I don't have a father. Man, how does that species work? Are him and Janeway compatible? No, see, that's the also that's the other thing. I, I was, didn't think I of was that. thinking. I was like, Jane, all Janeway in this episode wants to do is boop computers and boop whatever Jaffin has downstairs. Like, listen, we don't know what he has downstairs, but he's got a mouth and a tongue. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. What I'm, else does one or, need? I'm, I'm, I'm not saying there would be incompatible incompatible. Okay, it's maybe just, maybe they just can't make babies. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it's not that his species doesn't have fathers per se, but his species are kind of like mantises. Oh, so oh, he just cool. never knew his father. Yeah. He, he <laughs> Part of the reason he left his home world was because he was like, "I'd like to fucking not die." Yeah, like, he very the, nervously yeah. asks Janeway if she wants kids. The <laughs> first time, the first time they they bang, he's like, "Okay, well, see ya." She's like, "What? What is a one night stand?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> Where's your knife? What the fuck? You're supposed to eat my head. It's like uh, in. And, That's what they call uh, it these days. It's uh, like Men in Black. Eat me! Eat me! <laughs> <laughs> Took me a minute. The hell is... What? The original one. When yeah. Tommy Lee Jones is trying to get uh, Vincent D'Onofrio to eat him so he could get his gun back. Yeah. He liked that I don't remember gun. any... How do you know? That's a good... It's, a, it's near the end. It's near the end. All I remember of that Fuck, movie. Fuck, we do Men in Black at some point? Oh my god, Dang yes. Man. Just the first one. All 12 or so. And the cartoon to listen to the theme song. The cartoon was actually... I remember being quite good. I wonder how old were you? Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Mm. Theme song is still good. It is, yeah. Did uh, Will Smith do it? No. No. 
Jake. Yeah. Um, bum, 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 bum. So what do we think of the EC8? Sick of him. Fucking sick of him. <laughs> he was kind God of damn it. Here's the thing. Here's the fucking thing. God damn it. I couldn't stand this. Sure. When everyone else goes into into time capsules, what are they fucking called? Escape, Escape pods. pods. And goes away. Turn on the ECH. Leave him in charge. Fine. Chakotay gets back. He's the first <laughs> officer. Turn him off. Yeah. Turn Janeway, him off. Janeway forgot to give that, like, put that in the program. Only she can turn him off. Yeah. So or she did that on purpose. Well, so the ECH, yeah, the part of, if you notice when she activated him, it transferred the command codes to him. Mm. So he might be the only person that can actually turn himself, turn himself off. off. That's a mistake, Janeway. Yeah, that's scary. Well, that's why the ECH was a terrible idea. See, no. From was one a, of the doctor's stupid dreams. What was a terrible idea was that whole B-plot. Like, yeah. I liked seeing the ECH until they decided to, as you said, Ames, make it a dick-measuring contest between him and Harry. Like, you didn't do Harry dirty enough in fucking yeah. Nightingale. Now you're going to do this? <laughs> Couldn't they have just been buddies and been... Like, here, here's the thing. But I'm I completely... Like I am completely against Roddenberry's no conflict among the crew thing, but this would have been a great episode for that. I don't feel like they were really dick measuring that long, though. I feel like at the beginning they were, but like pretty quickly they wound up like you know, like admitting that one had one strength and one had the other, and just kind of doing it. Yeah, but I could have done without any yeah, dick I, measuring at all. I think part of the issue is they just don't have a lot of scenes, right. so all of their scenes tend to be focused on like the that conflict, and that's yeah. sort of all it's dealing. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know if it's so much a conflict as much as like a one-upsmanship thing. Yeah, that's what right. it was. Yeah, which yes. again didn't, they didn't do that. Yeah, they could have just like been they, buddies. Yeah, it's like yeah they. You know, they could have even been, like, kind of unsure of each other. Because, yeah. like, you know, the Doctor wouldn't necessarily want to be taking orders from Kim for, you know, it's like, because that's who the Doctor is. And Kim wouldn't really want to be taking things from the Doctor because Kim, like, feels like he already deserves to be more in charge than he is. And so, like, you don't have to be in direct conflict to have problems with the situation. Right. Yeah, it's a good and way the, and the way And the way, that they, the way that they resolve it, I think, is fine. Where the doctor's like, oh, I read this really cool thing in a book and it works here. And then he runs into a situation where he can't do that anymore and Kim comes up with something off the bat. Yeah. And, you know, it's like they realize, like, you know, it's like, oh, there are strengths, you know, like yeah. the sets. You know, the doctor has book smarts, and yeah. Harry Kim has sex smarts. Oh, sex smarts. Sex smarts. That's good. Bill Clinton sex smarts. He's yeah. just so cool now. <laughs> I think we have brought that up every week since that episode. Did anybody notice, though, that, like, all right, so on the shuttlecraft or on the Delta Flyer, it was Beltran, Harry Kim, and Neelix. Mm-hmm. And. They get back to Voyager, and only Kim and Chakotay board, evidently. Yeah. And then they have this whole oh, long, yeah. like, five-minute montage of them fixing up the ship. Yeah. Neelix is nowhere and to be Neelix seen. Neelix is no... Like, we don't see Neelix... Like, what... Like, it looks like just the Doctor, Harry, and Chakotay were fixing up the ship, and Neelix was just, like, left on the shuttle. He got... He got... Out. He got stuck doing the less glamorous repairs. Hmm. He was Cleaning in the toilet. The plasma and... tubes. Here's, here's the other question. So on whatever this away mission was, Harry gets his, himself sick by drinking meat juice of some oh, kind. It's something nectar, and it's a meat, meat byproduct. Yeah. And he looks like it's a delicacy. And sure, when that's on the on the 
Uh, Delta Flyer, that's fine. It's a little thing that he's doing. He comes back and it comes up again. Yeah, I thought well, that in was... In the that, weirdest way. That was that was just part of the conflict between the Doctor, Doctor yeah, and the King. I, and that's the only reason it happened. That's why you slip him he, back yeah. to Doctor right. mode. Because yeah. you got a patient, dickass. I was waiting for that to like matter, but no, it's just part of this idiot side plot. Yeah. Also, since when is Chakotay a vegetarian? I know, I was thinking that was interesting too. Janeway was it going... It kind of makes sense though. She right, except, burned a roast. Yeah, she was oh, going to serve and over again. Yeah, she has, she has planned on serving him meat. I think he started as a vegetarian, and then they just kind of forget that detail. Maybe, maybe the no. Maybe, here's the thing: Chicote. This is how smart smart Chicote is. He knew that when Janeway invited him over for a roast, <laughs> that she was going to destroy it, and he wasn't going to have to eat the roast anyway. There we go. Also, there, you know. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, we are in current day coming to the point where, you know, they're starting to grow meat, you know, it's yeah. like vat, vat grown meat, which sounds horrible. But the thing is, is like, I will gladly, you know, like, you know, meat that doesn't come from a living thing. Yeah, it doesn't comes from, it comes from a factory production. Like, I'm cool with that. That's yeah. like, I would prefer that. I would, I would definitely, I'm all on board on that. Same. Like, it's like, that wouldn't necessarily make me a vegetarian. It's like, what? What when you have access to fake meat, like replicated yeah. meat didn't come from a living thing. You don't replicate a cow and then slaughter it. Right. You know, yeah. you're just replicating well, I mean, a steak. I, I, mean, I, so it's I like, would say the idea of a vegetarian is you don't eat animals. Like, you don't eat something that was alive. So if it's a lab grown and it's got no material in it that came from an animal, I would say you could... Yeah. You could very well eat lab-grown meat or yeah, replicated, replicated meat, meat is even yeah oh for right. sure because yeah, it doesn't I, cause suffering yeah, yeah that's just, just made out of everybody else's shit. poop yeah, yeah, yeah I, think, I, I think there would be vegetarians who just don't eat meat ever like yeah. even yeah. even replicated and well, like some of know. them just don't like it yeah you might, right. not, yeah. You might not yeah but it. I, but i think there would be some people that would i, I guess you wouldn't be considered ve- there need to be another term for it because vegetarian replicarian yeah replicated but i could see somebody still considering like maybe like I'm sure they're going to chalk it up to, like, spirituality thing, you know. They're going to be like, oh, well, you know, you know, because of his Native American beliefs, he doesn't want to hurt animals, yeah. which, you know, sure. But he fucking loves cheeseburgers, so he replicates them. Yeah, I can totally yeah. see that just being like, yeah, he's a vegetarian, which in our time means he'll eat replicated meat, but these people don't use replicators, so that was actual meat juice. Also, yeah. Chakotay probably just told Neelix that he was a vegetarian. <laughs> to avoid the meat to, juice. To, to avoid... Eating any meat that that Neelix prepares, meat nectar, and not having to eat the meat nectar was just another benefit. Mm. Well, speaking of, we also get some more continuity because Janeway burns this roast too she for Jaffin. Yeah. Yeah. She's always burning roast. She's just a terrible cook. Why did she insist that she have to be the one that cooks? Well, because apparently he's bad at it also. I just don't understand why a replicator has a burnt food setting. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. It sounds <laughs> it like it makes sense. Well, they don't call it a replicator on that planet, but it sounds like it's still some right. sort of synthesizer. Yeah, I'm wondering if it like synthesizes, but you still like maybe there's like like a. Uh, like a kid mode mm. or like uh you know you can either turn your replicator to just make my whole meal or you can turn it to like like you know advanced turn on the advanced mode where you actually have to do some of the work I, yeah actually some so like some 3d printers like you you, yeah. have, you have 3d printers that like literally might give you a menu of like 12 12 easy things you can just print then and there like you know libraries and stuff have those especially like the really simple ones or you can go all nuts and make your own g code and set your 3D printer on fire. <laughs> I love setting my 3D printer on fire. It's very fun. G-code G- sounds like a like a new Gatorade subset. It's not. 
It's a real thing, and it's old. Oh, I'm sure. G-code, G-Code's been around for, like, ages. You're wrong, Chris. Jesus Christ. It actually You're sounds wrong. more like a mountain thing. Mm. Anywho. Um, it does, yeah. Yes, Jake. Tell us how much you loved those workforce uniforms. Oh, those are some dope-ass uniforms. I liked them. Everyone looked good. I thought the shiny shininess of it was nice. I, I, like, I like a shiny shiny. I feel like they made Janeway look fat, and she's not. I don't think she looked jumpsuit, fat. You know. It was usually just, not flattering. No, but it like it looked like it was too tight. Like I felt like I could see visible rolls on Janeway, no. and Janeway's not. I think that was just the material. Well, then that material is shit. Uh, very unflattering. Not gonna lie, those uniforms bounced right off me. I cannot think of what they looked like. Blue, they had they had shiny. these blue jumpsuits. sticky outy shoulders, which mm. are kind of cool. Remind so, me of like um, what's her uh, what's what's her name? Sally rides, sort of. Her, um, what the fuck's her name? You know who I'm talking about, the astronaut, the astronaut Sally teacher? Ryan. Yeah. Oh, wait. Krista McAuliffe? Wait, which one of them had the blue they outfit? both would have. Okay, that was well, just a uniform. it reminds me of that. Okay. Kinda, except shinier. Some of them had these, like, cool, like, pin things on, like... Yeah, I think we were called the pins, and that's about yeah, it. Yeah, and, like, they, they were, like, kind of cool and geometric and looked like they might have been, like, carved out of, like out of like circuit boards or something mm-hmm. like they looked really cool i was like i saw those i was like i want to make one of those real bad do it make us one so here's the thing tell us what's they the thing? were abducting the people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then they also wanted to steal the ship well, why not nice stuff. empty what, ship what are they going to do with it sell it for contraband or like use it to i mean it's got transporters use it to steal some more people mm. Mm. It, it seemed like there was just, like, multiple layers of, like, criminal corruption. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe. The, guy that, the guy that steals the people, and it's like, okay, you get us the people, and you can keep the ship. Like, that's right. The deal. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good that's, deal. That seemed that's to be. That's a good deal. So, Voyager just doesn't have escape pods anymore, right? They, they went and got them back. Or they use they use the vehicle replicator that yeah. they know that it has. Yeah. If they can, if they can make new shuttles, they can make new escape pods. Yeah, because I think like maybe the because the well, three at least were blown up by Harry, but yeah, they'd have to like go back to where they were initially bombed to find the rest of them, assuming they weren't destroyed by the people that kidnapped them. They were probably sold for scrap. Mm. So, do you think there were any crew members that at the end Janeway was just like, you know what? Oh yeah, that, shitty that, guy, that fucker from Good Shepherd. Good, yeah, I was gonna say the Good Shepherd people. Oh, bug, the good, the from good, bug, bug, yeah, yeah. The good, the Good Shepherd people are definitely still working at the power plant. You know what? And they're very happy. They love it. Actually, you know who stayed behind willingly even after his memory restored was Tom Morello. Oh no, because he was just—he really liked the work they gave. He's like, this is actually genuinely quite fun. Wait, you guys are brainwashed. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well done. I mean, he was a man that was thrilled to bits to be in the asshole of Voyager, so yeah, his threshold for excitement is pretty low. I liked that the uh, the writers had an actual callback on a character trait. Was where... it when Janeway talked to her console? No, I thought no. <gasps> that I mean, was a that is also it is also a, a callback. It is a callback to a that came out of nowhere well. for a single episode. Of all it things to came callback out of nowhere to. for it's two back. episodes. No, but uh, Bellana liking pancakes and it being her favorite oh, breakfast. They, looked good they weren't shit. banana pancakes. That is, I was wondering. I couldn't remember. There was banana pancakes yeah. specifically, so they and I was were half, They were half because I want some right they now. Well, you're not supposed to have so good. Klingons aren't supposed to have banana when they're pregnant. Too much see. magnesium. Yeah. Wait. Potassium. Mm. I was pulling shit out my ass. Are pregnant women really not supposed to eat bananas? Or? How the fuck should I know? What do I look oh, pregnant you to? Oh, no, but you said it so confidently. You, you can't. Every you can't have too much potassium. You can. Okay. So there we go. Neelix is being considerate. 
He's pretty good at that. Uh, I liked how Tom was trying to protect her, even though she didn't know who he didn't know who she was. Yeah, was I thought nice, they were yeah. very cute, and I thought sweet. you know Balana going, you know, getting her memories back, and then it was a little squicky when she's reading Tom's logs. I'm like, Balana, yeah, stop I, it! I, but, I, it's gross, but I will like. I will like the the exchange where, you know, it's like, so Neelix comes in and she's like, oh, I'm reading logs. And he says, oh, well, it's like, do you remember writing any of them? And she says, no, no, I'm writing Tom's. And Neelix says, isn't that private? And she was like, oh, I'm reading the ones where, you know, it's like he talked about me. And Neelix says, oh, so what do they say? Belana says, oh, it's private. Yeah, that was a, that was a good joke. I, I, thought was cute. I thought it was cute. But like, yeah, no, I shouldn't have been reading his logs. I mean, maybe, you know, now they're married, certain logs are... are public yeah that was that's one thing that's kind of weird is like why the writers preferred instead of just brainwashing them to be a married couple <laughs> they brainwashed they brainwashed Bolana to be a single mom with no support structures i don't even know who the dad is right <laughs> well would they have necessarily known that they were that's kind of the thought i had I would, i'd assume their doctor could scan the baby and be like whose is this his. Mm. There's something there. I don't think I they're think putting that they, they give enough of a shit. They're just yeah, they're, like, they're, brainwash him and get him out of here. And they, were, they they wanted him in one place and her in others. It's just easier if they never meet. It's really weird that despite having this massive labor shortage that Tom wasn't able to find a job really easily and that Seven of Nine could just fire somebody because well, because Tom said that said like that the the efficiency coordinator yeah. or whatever fired him. It's like they're in a labor shortage. Like, he, you can't just he fire sucks people. That bad. He, 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 he could actually be a detriment. Said he wasn't efficient enough, and it's like there's no way well, he was he so bad. He was, he was caught jerking off or something. He was there for. He said he was there for. A day, no half, half a day. day. Give or take an hour. Give or take an hour. I mean, listen, here's the thing. For three you hours. try getting a job at a power plant and jerking off in the middle of the room to see how long it takes to get fired. I, I guarantee you it'll be within the hour. I will say, I once had a co-worker who Whoa. Uh, I don't know where this is going. got laid off, uh, who should have been shit-canned, but whatever. And honestly, even with us down at team member, we were so much better off because we weren't fixing their mistakes all the time. How much did he jerk off in the office? Did 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 anyone watch the TV show Better Off Ted? Yeah, yeah. that's the same guy. Jay Harrington was the uh, nice doctor. Oh, Rabbit. was he? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. I liked I liked Better Off Ted. Yeah, no, he was he was good in it. I didn't even make that connection just because yeah, the other doctor was kind of a blip. Yeah. Yeah, he was only there for like three scenes. Right? Yeah, and he's like, hey, something's going on. No, it's not. Oh yeah, I, I did. Happy. I did appreciate that like. They did a show, not tell, where instead of showing him stand up to the doctor, they just had him on a table getting brainwashed. Yep, and you knew. You, know, you knew yeah. what, 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 like, what went clear, on there. Clearly he wasn't into what was going on. I mean, I feel like even if he claimed he was, they probably would. the evil doctor wasn't going to trust him. Yeah, probably not. Like, he was just like, no matter what he says, we are wiping I'm not. I'm not splitting my findings with you. <clears throat> we should always be using these subdermal transponders. Yeah. You and your logic. Yeah. Yeah, the subdermal transponder just seems like a good thing. Yeah, you'd think. I mean, sure, they dug it out of Chakotay's arm and threw it across the room, but still, he had it for a while. We, also we, just... chip, we chip dogs. Why don't? Why doesn't Starfleet ship their incense? Mm. Harry Kim would stop getting away. <laughs> so they put like Trick a little question. Uh, like ensigns. They just put like a little uh, little tracker on their ears, like a little uh, little tag. Like, yeah. like like animals. Like yeah. you do to, like a leopard seal or. Got it. Gotta snip off the tip of the ear, let you know they've been... Yeah, let you know they've been fixed. 
Yeah, I thought when, when we were on planet and Neelix is, you know, chatting up Tom, doing a really good job blending in. Mm. Like, good, good work, Neelix. Chakotay comes down and whiffs hard. Yeah. Like, hey, everyone, we're all humans, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, other kids. Yeah. He did a much better job when he had to infiltrate that uh, Species 8472 Starfleet Academy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, the, the kidnapping scene with Bolana is just genuinely upsetting. It was. I didn't it like was it. It was not... It was a yikes moment. It really was. And it's like, the writers have this trend, and I have no idea why, of like, like Chakotay's just awful to Bolana most of the time. Like, there's a lot of moments where, like, it, it feels like there's a, they, they don't interact as much as you'd think they would because right. they're both McKee. But, like, you know, most of the time they have these big interactions. It was, like, there's the episode where he drags her through her trauma. Yeah. Being like, don't look away. Look yes, at your yeah. dead friends. Well, yeah. they're his dead friends, too. Yeah, I, I, look I know. Look at my dead friends. I know. Why do like, you keep killing my dead friends? But he still shouldn't have done that. No. Like, but that's know. because the '90s didn't understand how therapy works. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I, basically, I think the writers, once they decided they didn't want to try to have those two fuck, didn't know what to do with their friendship. Yeah. They didn't really know what to do with a lot of character pairings, so they no, just that's never true. did it. Yeah, which yeah, yeah every so often you're like, all oh, right, uh, seven of nine and Tuvok are always great together. Yeah. Why don't you always do this? Here's the thing, though. Speaking of seven of nine and Tuvok together, do it yet another time. When Tuvok gets kidnapped by aliens and spends most of the episode infirmed. Like in Sukhansei? Like in Sukhansei. Also, like, I mean, I get why, but he's always the one who, like, the brain... Vulcan superpower! You know, the brain control doesn't quite work. I imagine somewhere else, Vorik also figured it out. Oh, yeah. But he was just fine with it. (laughs) They left him behind, too. Fuck that guy. Yeah. I also wondered if... So, you know, you, Chakotay and Kim and Neelix do their save-the-day thing. ECH is present. I betcha with the way Seven and Tuvok were kind of already figuring it, figuring it out, they would have gotten there on their own. It yeah. just would have taken a little more time. Well, they, they actually, I think they even said that um, multiple people were complaining of... of the memories? Of memory issues, Not I wanting believe. to get the needle yeah, in the there neck? Yeah, was, there was, like, that big list, and it was like, all of these people have said... Issue, you know, have, have like complained of, of some issues. Oh, interesting! And they all visited you, Doctor, on the same right. day. Yeah. So, so it mm. seems like there's just problems with how the yeah, memory. It's not a great. Works. They just have to keep. But it sounds like they just normally they just reapply it and it works. But yeah, for Tuvok, it sounds like he was a tough nut to crack. This also might have been one of their larger single halls. Mm-hmm. I mean, it must have been. They, they, I mean, they did not try to obfuscate the fact that all of these people were connected in any way. All of their employee numbers were literally sequential. Yeah. It was yeah. like employee 1, 2, 3, 4 through like 300. This conspiracy like was but, going to get found out sooner or later. Right. It was not well orchestrated. They got greedy. You know? mm-hmm. If they had just picked off a couple of people or like, even better, like having, I know it was like the plant manager who was kind of the ringleader but call up some other plant managers in other cities and like yeah, come spread, up, spread it around spread them out because having all 130 fucking humans all working start in the, same, the same day even even better send them to work for people who don't know what's going on yeah so that and then just be like hey this person this person is prone to dysphoria syndrome 
if they start having issues, you know, of, the, of these particular kinds, so, you know, it's like, give them a shot and they'll be okay or send them back to me. And then they, it's like, you don't even need people in the know for, for that. Well, yeah, but like, there's a labor shortage. They're not going to give workers a way to... Well, here's what it could be. It could be a, 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 a recruitment. Instead of a, the power plant, it could have been like the, a recruitment agency. Mm. Like, oh, we find off-world employees. Yeah. Professional staffing group from space. That would have mm-hmm. been a better business uh, for the Doctor to get into. I feel like if they made this episode now, it would definitely sort of a power plant be a, a shipping warehouse. And yeah. a not at all subtle Amazon yeah. stand-in. Yeah. No one wants to work anymore. I, I was really surprised that like they they do appear to treat their workers extremely well. Like, you would think if you were brainwashing people into liking their job that, like, you'd have them live in a closet. Yeah, just like a fucking apartment. Really huge like, apartment. Beautiful apartment. Like, the rent on that would be astronomical. But there is company housing, though. They no, I know. That's what I mean. If yeah. it was real, yeah. the oh, rent yeah. would be insane. It's all grift. It's like, all provided by the company. Grift. Like, when that, when that guy says, oh, we try to treat our employees well, like, I guess he meant it. I mean, I guess, though, that, like, in a labor shortage... If you really need the workers, that mm-hmm. would be one way to do it, is to have, like, yeah. compete on benefits. Like, but, I mean... Well, you get to live in this awesome fucking house. We, we have lived through multiple labor shortages, kind of in one still, well, and employees aren't treating... Aren't well, treating because their, we live on Earth, and Earth Employers sucks. are not treating their employees better. And this planet anything, is clearly better. Like, and the minute they're anyone, just waiting for people to get desperate. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, that, that's what you do in capitalism. Yeah. So Whatever they what, are, they're what, not that's capitalists. What I'm saying, like, that's what these guys would be doing. Because we see that they do not just treat their employees better. Maybe it's a better maybe, planet than ours. Maybe they had a revolution more recently than yeah. this planet. Maybe that's why there's a labor shortage. I, I think there's people who probably would have stayed... Was sick of Voyager. Yeah, so leaving. Yeah, I want to boop some computers in a power plant. Should have taken living. my chances back on Thirty Seven's planet with Amelia Earhart. Here's right? my chance. Right. The work did seem boring. There was a good scene where somebody was it Chakotay? I don't know. Somebody was trying to convince Janeway that she could that like her talents are wasted booping buttons in a factory. Oh, yeah, it was, it was Chakotay. Yeah. And yeah, and so definitely part of that that brain thing is to make them think that their jobs are a lot better than they are see i'm like i'm almost wondering if like what if that wasn't quite the case like is it ever outright stated that they're that they're reprogrammed to love their job i mean at the very least they're reprogrammed to believe that where they came from sucked right yeah but like janeway seemed like it's like she she was given like kind like it was just obviously booping buttons but like they they said that like oh you know a lot about thermodynamics and like mm. all this stuff and You'll like boop the button and, so good yeah and she was like no i like my work it's challenging but like not too high stress like you know so like i i feel like at least it played really genuine and like i almost wonder like that i think there's a version of this script where at the very end like janeway you know, chakotay says are you upset that i that i came and got you, you know, brought you back. And she says, no, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Like, I I think there's a version of this script where she actually very much wishes she didn't have the responsibility anymore. I think mm-hmm. when she, I think when her character is saying stuff like, why would I want to be a captain? Like, I think she means it. And like, 
I I think that would have been interesting to explore the fact that like she she doesn't want to be captain. She doesn't want this job. She doesn't want the responsibility. And but she's still doing it and she's good at it. But like deep down, like she would rather be anywhere else. And I think that would have been rewriting shows again, Rossi. Yes, because because someone fucking has to. Damn it! Someone needs to write Chakotay's backstory. Yeah, he sure as shit doesn't want to be doing this. He wants to be making tubs. I, I think maybe it's not necessarily that Janeway doesn't want these things uh, so much as just for once her brain is so thrilled to not be in like constant tension fight or flight mode. Yeah. Because they get to feel like Lost of the Delta Quadrant, even a calm day. There's a party that's just fucking high strung. Everyone on that ship is going to need a lot of therapy when they get home. <laughs> and they're not going to they're not gonna get therapy. in. Therapy. Ironically, they're just going to wipe their brains and send them to work in factories, so... They're all going to be sat down with Esri Dax and Deanna Troy and come out worse. Uh, Esri did a better job than Troy, I think. I mean, she, speaking again of Her- Hermes Conrad low bars. Fair. Well, but also, like, the one time we saw her do real therapy stuff, she made it all about her. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That is a good point. She's like, yeah, maybe your claustrophobia and maybe my problem is. And he's like, uh, aren't we talking about me? She did help him with the claustrophobia, though. Sort of. Did she in the long run? She's the worst. <laughs> God damn, I hate her. Don't hate her. I just don't like her. Do we have a segue? Well, we did We did see there we some, go. some Miri kids. We saw one of the Miri kids this week, grown up, looking great, uh, Iona Morris. And I know last week we talked about various kids in Star Trek, so let's finish that conversation with any of the kids in newer Star Trek. And I'm pretty sure this whole conversation is just going to fall into a... We need. We want prodigy guys. We need, we need more prodigy. Make yeah, it so, happen. I mean, just going over with newer stuff... The only kid I can think of from the Kelvin timeline was baby James Kirk, who I hate and was terrible. So Stole that's dad's car that's the Kelvin timeline. Or did with. you mean newborn James Kirk? Oh, no. I, I mean, still stole a car, James Kirk. There was also baby Spock, who was also a pill. Oh, yeah, and actually a bunch of little assholes who were making fun of him, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. But those, those felt very in line for yeah, Vulcan. We've already seen baby Spock. Like, Your baby Spock was basically hole. the same mm-hmm. baby Spock from... Uh, T-A-S. T-A-S. Mm. I mean, I think Discovery had some flashbacks to, like, little Michael, but nothing that oh, yeah, made they were. an impression. And little Spock. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but no little Cybok. Yet. Um, he was away at summer camp. <laughs> but I thought the show was over. No, they There's still, more there's still another season. Supposedly. Uh, maybe they'll cancel that. Well, they've already canceled that. Maybe they'll remove it from the Paramount <sighs> stocks, right. too. But yeah, even if we look at Prodigy... Like, of them, just going by our rules from last week, there's only one actual child actor among the group. Rock. Yeah. She is terrific. She's the best. Like, I think she's just the number one, probably, on everyone's list. Oh, yeah, no, she's she's great. But, like, like, voice acting is hard. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. there are, are, like, very well-respected, like, actors who cannot make the transition to voice acting. So to have a child that good at it is just... Now, does she do any live acting, too, or no? I have no idea. Tangentially related with the child actors and stuff, the show Hey Arnold had a whole bunch of kids like on the cast. A lot of them were real kids? Yes. Holy shit. In fact, I think all of them were real kids. Uh, the kid who played Harold? The, the Gerald? Mean, no, no. The, the mean kid. Yeah, oh, Harold. Harold. He, he was like maybe 16. Everyone else was younger. Helga Pataki was, I think, fucking 12. Holy shit. Oh, wow. Which is outrageous because, like, yeah, her her work is, like, ridiculously good. That that show 
What a gem that show is. It was good as a kid, and it's better as an adult, because you're like, wow! It's really There was a lot I did not pick up on. I'm sorry, is that the fall of Sidon? Yes, it is. Holy shit. I didn't watch this show. It's It's so good. It's It's good. good. It's on Paramount Plus. Check it out. For now. I saw a couple episodes uh, on Nickelodeon, I think it was on. Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, But it wasn't, wasn't in my rotation. Oh, I loved it. But yeah, the rest, the rest of the Prodigy yeah. kid, like, most of the kid characters are, I mean, they're all relatively young, I think. I think they're almost, well, except Man- Jacob's actor, I can't. Jason Mantazukas. Yeah, he's like, I think, yeah, a, a, the rest of them are like, early also, 20s. I, mean, I don't think like, Jacob Pog is also not a kid. He's yeah. just, he's, a, he's an adult. He's a teen. No. He's, he's a, the equivalent of a teen. I think he's a well, his species this. lives for 5,000 years, so you're a teenager for the That's first. That's true, he was also He's like a hobbit. Yeah. yeah. He's, but, a, he's a baby Yoda. There we go. But yeah, the rest of them I think are like late teens, early 20s by and large. Well, Zero I think is un... Although Zero's weird because Zero was part of a hive mind and then got split off. So. Oh, sorry, I'm talking about their actual the voice actors. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Sorry. But I also think they do imply that Zero is young. Yeah. Right. Comparatively, but whatever again, that means. Young in Medusa terms, who knows. Yeah. Yeah. Like a baby Yoda, and something bad happens. <laughs> um, yeah, there's not a lot of new Trek kids outside of that outside of. There's uh, there's I the guess... one we torture a whole lot in Strange New Worlds. Yeah, so... well, there's also the daughter in Strange New Worlds. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, um, Rakia. Yeah, yeah. I, I like her. Good. I just I feel yeah. like I, I said it when we talked about the season, but like I feel like I was still like I I they just ended that plot way sooner than I expected them to. Yeah. So I was like, wait, wait, what? I thought we were gonna be like kind of living with this for a while, but no, okay. Yeah, I thought so that, I thought that was, I thought the ending was fine. Well, it was, it was just the postscript of that, you know. Well, for me, episode, it just where she then comes back and is like, I've lived fifty years in the last five seconds, and everything's great. Goodbye, Dad. Yeah, I have a feeling we will probably see more of that character. Mm, maybe in some in some respect. Yeah. But I, I think she should have just gone off, and you know, it's like you're uncertain. That, yeah, but that's they, what happens. They 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 wanted to be very like they're like, look, we know we've kind of fucked up here and there. We're gonna give you an unambiguously, yeah, relatively speaking, happy ending for this character. Yeah, we just tortured a little boy. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. for the rest of his life. This one's gonna be okay. <laughs> we are not gonna let the internet speculate. Yeah, unlike the ones who walk away from space omelas. What? That's 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 the torture the boy. The tor- so oh torture. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it's just the ones who walk away from Omalas. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did not prepare for for this conversation today, so I'm <laughs> I'm way behind. I I mean, again I thought Usually about. Usually I prepare. And, and, I and again, aside oh, uh, from the kid in Picard season two. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh God, I hated him. Mariposa. He was fine. He was just a kid. Yeah. Well, that's why I hated him. I mean, he did a great job playing a yeah. kid, but I don't like children, so. He was a very convincing so child. He didn't have to be there. Not at all. That whole season needed to be there. But yes, yeah. he especially. I did like, okay, I liked the end. I liked the conclusion. That's how I felt about Picard season two. I slogged through the shit so that I could get to that last moment. And it was worth it. The last moment meaning the credits? Yes. <laughs> I too was happy when the credits finally rolled. That, oh my god, that yeah. might be the worst Worse than TAS? No, God, no. Nothing's worse than TAS. But I have to think about it, but that may be the worst season of live-action Star Trek. Just full stop. Mm, good qualifier. I'm glad that you qualified live-action, because, yeah, yeah. yeah. TAS no, is TAS awful. is still worse. It absolutely is. I, it's not even a, there's not even a question in my mind. There's nothing 
I mean, t- worse than that. If no, nothing wait, else, which Jake, which Picard season two, season two, worse than TAS. Yes, it is worse than TAS. I I would say what Picard season two has over TAS, if nothing else, is production value. Yeah, I think yeah, exactly. I think if you were to take the scripts from TAS and the scripts from Picard season two and just compare them as writing. If they TAS would win. If you could take some of those scripts and actually make them well, I will admit you'd have decent episodes. Of yes. TAS? Yeah. Like not a ton of them. There's no, no version bad. of Ben that all. is good. There is the no version of clock is bad. Yes. There's, there's a lot of bad ideas. But the problem with TAS wasn't just that like the episodes were bad, it was that there was all this like potential for them to do whatever the fuck they wanted. And then they... Nothing... They didn't have to have any, like... Any limits. Because it was all gonna be art. They didn't have to worry about makeup budgets. And they fucking gave us BAM! I'm also going to... I think there's a qualifier here. And I know... I know this episode, but that's I know it's not... I know you're not supposed to, like... Do it. Do it. Give things extra credit for, like, the time and place. But, like, TAS was a low-budget... Television cartoon show made in the early 70s. By, like, Hanna-Barbera, right? Yeah. Not it even. By Filmation. Filmation. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Ooh, the American, bad of the bad. American television animation in the 70s was 98% garbage. That is true. So, like, the expectation for TAS was low. The thing I think that makes Picard worse is that you had the production budgets mm. available to a 2023... Or 2020 or whenever it first came out. I don't remember when it came out. But, you know, to a modern day, high budget streaming platform. You had Patrick fucking Stewart. You had John DeLancey. You had Jerry Ryan. You have the other cast members who I'm sure are great. Allison Pill. You have, like, really fucking talented people. You have all the money in the world. Mm -hmm. You have the special effects capabilities that are available today and you fucking whiffed it so, so hard. hard not even so whiffed hard. like they came and they took a dump on they it. took a big fucking dump on it like a whiff is like okay That's you it. made a mistake no this is you actively made everything bad no you always they didn't even it's not you know what it is because they didn't even whiff it what they do is they took a huge dump put that dump on a t-ball stand and then did not miss hitting the shit with the baseball bat and it got everywhere. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, they, they did make sure to wrap in Operation Earth into the main continuity. Oh, God. Oh. So, I mean... Assignment Earth. Yeah. Excuse which, me. Which I know you. is something all of us really wanted. Yeah, so, yeah so, we so, so, badly like, needed It was chaos. so... I, I mean, Does I'm, this mean that this was the pilot series that was born... From Assignment Earth. Oh my god, you're right. Well, I, <laughs> and it was okay, just so, as right, bad. So my, 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 my new tinfoil... Sure. Give it to us. ...is that Discovery and Strange New Worlds are not in the same continuity as the rest of Star Trek. Oh, people... They are... Saying that for a while. They are spinoffs from The Cage. They are the pickups. They are <laughs> series picked up from The Cage. Oh, then how is Lower Decks... Gonna gonna cross over that's with a them. Universe. That's how. They... Which one of them is the mirror universe? It's bizarre. Also, lower decks could also be in that universe because it's. No, they've referenced so many fucking things. Though. Yeah. Look, we're going... everything is a reference. We're we're show. going into the Pikeverse next season. We're gonna see all sorts of different Captain Pikes. They're gonna use CG to bring back fucking what's his name? The original Pike, Jeffrey Hunter. 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 Yes, I was gonna say Jeffrey Archer. I knew that was wrong. Jeffrey Hunter. 
this is what happens when there just aren't a lot of children in, in New Trek. We yeah, talk I, about whatever. Yeah. We, we tried to plan how, how to structure these two blog activities, and we thought we had the answer, and we didn't. So it's fine. Yeah. It, it'll, it'll make more sense on the blog. Make sure you're following the blog. Yes, yes. And this was a fine ramble. Blog. And again, it mostly just ties back to we really hope Disco- Discovery Prodigy finds a proper home. Somewhere. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. it was a damn good show. And I, I was looking so... I just re-listened in... in Morning. More, yeah, morning is the best way to put it. To our episode where we covered season one of Prodigy. And we ended so saying, like, we're looking so forward to season two. They left it in a place where so many interesting things could happen. Well, and I mean, <sighs> how many times over the past few months have we said, wow, they could totally follow up on this random Voyager thread in Prodigy someday? Womp womp. Blog we- is a portmanteau of... Web and log. Is it our fault? Like the mooch? <laughs> uh, the mooch wasn't our fault. That no, was we, we were just we, prescient. Well, I was going to say yeah, that, we, we, never, that we manifested it, not oh. that it was a fault. Yeah, we never forecast this. We, like, we would never. To blame for we the would mooch. never. Yeah, that sucks. Was that, was that what it is? They, they, they heard our excitement and were like, we, we, these four people have made so much fun of our work over the years. I'm, we're going to ruin their day. I'm assuming it had literally nothing to do with like reviews or online sentiment. Oh. And just with like, oh, we it wasn't as viewed as much as we wanted it to be. Well, I don't know that it was hit the target demographic they wanted. They were, I think, because like, notice mm. that it wasn't, it wasn't like Star Trek Prodigy. It was Nickelodeon Star Trek Prodigy. Yeah. Right. So it was the intent. So from that, you know that it was going for a different crowd, and I just don't know how many kids. Like when we were kids, we would just turn on the TV, turn it to Nickelodeon or Disney Channel or whatever, and just start watching. And then you would see shit like Hey Arnold or Doug or whatever. And I don't think that like that's not how kids consume media these days. They don't just turn on the TV. No, they they ask you for your iPhone. Yeah, and they're certainly like turning on the TV. Opening up Paramount Plus, going through the fucking menus, finding oh Star Trek Prodigy. Like kids were only watching Prodigy if their parents showed it to them. Yeah, yeah and honestly, like way. too, like I mean, I don't know what kids are using these days, but I will just say, as a grown ass adult, the I can barely tolerate how bad the oh. Paramount Plus app is on our television. Yeah, it's bad. A child would not bother. They'd be like, "Fuck it, I'm going to YouTube." No, here's the thing, though: children are way better at that type of shit than we are. Oh, no, but it's not that it's not comprehensible. It's that it's sluggish as fuck. Oh, it's that. It takes forever to do anything. Yeah, and people don't have patience. Yeah, that's what what I'm talking about. I see. Yeah, they wouldn't have the patience for it because it's so slow to scroll through anything. But on the plus side, it is now more expensive. I know. So we can get access to Showtime. A thing I would have paid for had I wanted it in the first place. I when I heard they were merging with Showtime, I was like, "Wait, Showtime's still a thing? Like Jesus. they have they, they have, have yellow like jackets shows too. Like oh, that's where that's from. Yeah, I knew I'd heard of it, but I had no idea. Showtime, so. I didn't know who owned it. Yeah, um, it's supposed to be pretty good. I've, yeah, no, I've I'm sure it's great. I'm never gonna watch but it out of spite. It's now. just like I don't want to pay more. No, I, right. I, yeah. well, we yeah, already have so many of these fucking streaming services. The next. Two to three years, I think, is going to be really interesting for streaming because if things are going to change, either either there's going to be consolidation. Yeah, what's going to happen after this writer's strike, too? Yeah. yeah. I think that a lot of businesses, Paramount, HBO, all these businesses just dumped buckets of money, truckloads mm-hmm. of money into starting their own streaming platform, and now they're realizing that, oh, once you reached, like, the 
the saturation point of yeah. people that there's are not going to be more like yeah exactly it's like they're going to trickle in slowly for the rest of time right because all the people that wanted to wait for more people to be born <laughs> to watch Star Trek have bought it by now yeah. they're not, they're, they're not going to get new subscribers for Star Trek at this point so no and the thing is and they're not going to lose subscribers either that's the thing they can cancel I think the calculus was alright Star Trek shows are expensive what is the Star Trek show that we can cancel that we won't lose subscribers over, and it's gonna and it's gonna be Prodigy. They already canceled Discovery, so yeah, per, Discovery and Picard are done. Yep, those are done. So you know, Strange New Worlds is already you know already airing season two. Well, I think I think Strange New Worlds is gonna be the flagship Star Trek show for now. Totally, yeah. like that seems to be where they're putting their their effort. But they've only got five more seasons after this. In a way, yeah. That's if true. they if they follow, yeah, if well, that's they follow, why would they if, follow that format? If they follow, no, 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 no. If, if, no, they, if they follow the their own projected, their own projected timeline, because oh, he's supposed to die. That's right. There is, there is a, there is an yeah. end at some point. Well, see, that's why that's why they've already set up a new Kirk, so they can just slowly turn into TOS the remake. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think, but I think I could see here. I could see some potential here. So we know they're. We're assuming they're still going to launch their Starfleet Academy show, which nobody really wants. No one asked for it, yeah. It's yeah. Gonna, that's going to be like CW-style teen drama. Isn't it also going to be like in the... Right after the Discovery? Yeah. That's the assumption. Era? I think it's a Discovery spinoff. It's going to have Tilly and... No. Uh, that's my guess. I don't know. You don't nothing... like Tilly? No. I don't, oh, care no. I don't like Tilly at all. Oh, I love Tilly. No. Do you like Dadmiral? He might be there. Like Sonya Ooh, I've, only, I've only seen three episodes and like... Tilly was the worst part of it. Oh, she, she gets, she gets better. much better. Way better. No, I didn't like I her watched, first either. I watched season three. No. Oh, she then was, you're oh, not into her. Oh, yeah. Then uh, yeah so you're already not Tilly in. people. I'm not a Tilly person. Yeah. I mean, I find, it's, okay, I find, it's okay if you like her. I find Tilly judge. kind of annoying. But anyway, so that's what I think it's going to be. And I just don't think it's going to be what people want. They're talking about they want to do this Section 31 TV movie. Which fine, whatever. Oh, yeah. At least movie. it's just a movie yeah. now instead yeah. of a series. Hopefully yeah. it's a one and done. We get Hopefully. to see some some Giorgio. And that's literally only happening because everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Like basically people finally noticed her. Oh, she's great. She is. Don't worry, I'm nothing against against I can't think of her real Michelle name. Yeo. Michelle Yeoh is an actress. But it's like that is literally the only because it had been in limbo for so long. And then suddenly people care about her more than just yeah. nerds. Yeah, I suspect Lower Decks will get another couple seasons. They'll, they'll yeah, milk, that milk the same Cause joke because it's, it's pretty cheap, I'm sure, compared yeah. to the premiere show. And then I think the only shot that they have without you know doing something creative, <laughs> what they'll, they'll never do that, is to go with that with the card spinoff. I, I I just think that's inevitable. I might. Yeah. I, that might. If they actually greenlight that show, I might cancel Paramount Plus out of spite and just pirate from here on. I out. mean, like if they just treated it as like here's a whole bunch of miniseries following pre-established characters and what they're doing now. Like, well, I want no, I think it's gonna be the like Jack it would at least Crusher be, story. Oh, that's not. What oh, I, I really don't care about that's Jack not Crusher at all. No, it's going to be Captain Seven of Nine and Jack Crusher go oh, on adventures. Captain Seven of Nine. No, I like Seven. But First Officer Raffi. Um, you don't have to be dating your co-crewmate. She could well, just be on board yeah, for but, funsies. Yeah, but I don't. I just don't want Raffi. I, just, I don't mind yeah. Raffi. I don't care but for that actress. I don't like I don't, her. 
I think you're right. I, I don't know. Nothing. The backstory They ran out of things to do with her, and it's sad. I've, so I haven't seen season three yet of Picard. Well, in season, in season two... Not, it doesn't tell you in much. In season two, the entire time, you're just kind of like... I have I have absolutely no problem with 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 Michelle Hurd like I just the acting is fine whatever I like I just and that's fine <laughs> but like <laughs> I, the whole terrible. time I'm just it's just like why is she here like but why is she like why because is she she must here? have like dirt on somebody at Paramount because like they fired every other actor well that's after season two though yeah, so yeah. Season two. oh right you're on season two sorry I'm glad yeah. Well, I, I know I know that happened. Yeah. I know somehow, that like, somehow Michelle like, Hurd survived the yeah. the, the culling. The culling? <laughs> like it's like why did they get rid of Rios for God's sake? Oh my sake? god, they culled Ugh. everyone but the herd. Oh. <laughs> and on that note, on that yeah, note, that's, yeah, that's bad enough. So this has been children uh, <laughs> yep, in yep. New Trek. Yep. No, I'm I I, I do like <laughs> oh, yeah, that. <laughs> summing things up by just shooting it, shit for a while. And that's honestly, it, it's our first recording since they announced the cancellation. We're all mad and had to get it out of our I system. I think we're on our best when we're just riffing. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, think, I, think yeah. I think we're entertaining. When, yeah, when we, yeah. So the blog, the, the blog post this week will be entirely unrelated, but go it'll, check it out. It'll just be about rock and how fucking great it rock kind is. Of will it's be. on Tumblr. It's literally just question marks. It's just, no it's just a bunch words. of screen caps of rock, and That's isn't she planning. great? Over and over. There's more than one kind of science. <laughs> so you can check that out over on the Tumblr. Go, just go to Tumblr, search for a star to steer her by, or go to sshpodcast.com, or click the links, or do the things. But we have more Voyager next week, guys. Oh, Holy shit, that's a, that's a thing they can't cancel on us, because it's already done. Uh, speaking doesn't, of... Doesn't that mean that they already canceled it on us, then? Well, no, because they, they, they... Holy fuck, are we made it this to the close end. to the end? We are this close to the end. What do we have, like, three, four weeks left? Four weeks left. No! We have oh four God. weeks left, and two of those are going to be Human Error and Q2. Give you one guess what that one's about. No! <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a good one. You'll hate it and then you'll love it. It'll be great. Uh, so that's next week. We'll do more things. I don't want to talk about the mid the mid year financial reports. I hate you <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Perfect note to go out on. This has been Ames. This has been Caitlin. This has been Jake. This has been Chris. I'm James. Hi. Bye. None of you are efficient enough. You're all fired. Fair enough. <laughs> Thank God. One of the original, I'll cut this, but one of the original shorts to feature Donald Duck what? was him showing up at a concert in a park. Like, like, Mickey Mouse is leading this little fucking shitty band playing, like, William Tell music. Because it's, you know, the 30s and entertainment didn't exist yet. They're not shitty, they're fine. <laughs> entertainment didn't exist yet. So they're sitting there playing their music and Donald Duck shows up to, like, sell ice creams or whatever. But he sees they're playing music, so he whips out a flute. And he starts playing turkey in the straw, which caused the... The band is idiots and keeps losing track of what they're playing and starts playing turkey in the straw. And Mickey, he was like, what the fuck? Grabs his flute flute and snaps it and just every time mickey destroys his flute from various magical places donald just whips out a new flute and is like nice try bitch and that's what that was and that was beautiful straight up the cloaca i'm just thinking that (laughs) and i wasn't gonna say it so thank you ames anytime i'm always here for a cloaca joke